0: jokes with this particular uh, from this particular man but I reckon forget the bad the bad eighties rock forget the punk rock go a bit of solo disco then Steve
1: Welcome to episode eight of White Line Fever and I'm here with the uh, the development manager for the Caribbean representing the European Rugby League Federation It's Romeo Monteith Romeo we're here in uh, Philadelphia And um, by the time the listeners hear this Your first game of the World Cup uh, qualifiers Will have been played against South Africa How are the boys looking?
2: Well right now the team is looking very well um, The boys have been training for you know the past couple of weeks And um, they're gelling very well together Both the boys from the island and the boys from the UK So um, you know, we're feeling confident about tomorrow It's going to be a tough game but um, you know we do expect the boys to go out there and give it their best shot, and then we'll see what the results are like. What um what are some of the players that you've got in the team, Romeo? That uh,
1: you know, your average rugby league fan might be uh, aware of. We heard Leon Price might have come, but he, he hasn't come, has he?
2: Right, right. Leon um is not um a part of the team. Um as as well as it, as it is known, there are players from the island, players like um Gully Campbell. And um, Tiro Nero, who, um, you know, themselves are making a reputation um, in the international game. From the UK, um, Carl Price is here. Um, You know, he's with Wigan, was on loan with Harlequins this year. Lamont Bryan, um, who is ever present. Um, He's he's here again. Paul White, playing at Halifax. um, Formerly one of the fastest guys in Super League. Wayne Price, Huntslet Hawks, another guy who was in Super League, uh, who is probably well-known. Um, Jermaine Killary um, playing out of Keighley. Um, Jamel Coleman, formerly of London Scholars, um, now with Keighley as well. So, you know, quite quite a few other boys playing um, some good rugby at championship level or at championship one. Um, a few guys in there with Super League experience. So, it's a, it's a very balanced squad. Um, for a World Cup qualification, you, know, you need the best team to go out on the park. And um, we have tried our best to, to recruit. Um, the highest quality players that that are available to Jamaica.
1: What's happening on the domestic? Uh, it was only a year ago that you won your first um, game at international level. So you, the game's come a long way in in Jamaica,
2: hasn't it? What, what's happening at domestic level? Well, um, as I've as I've always said to the folks around the world, that I mean, as long as there's a ball and a field, I mean, Jamaicans will play rugby league. Um, you know, we started in two thousand and five in terms of playing the game, and we have definitely come a far way since then. Um, currently, we're up to five university teams playing in their own championship. Um, in 2011, we had nine club teams who entered the club championship. Um, you know, due to financial difficulties, though, I mean, about half of those didn't finish the season. But at least, you know, there were nine clubs initially to start, which is remarkable after only seven years. Um, on the high school level, we have we had we had ten high schools who participate in the rugby league in in 2010. And um, for the school year 2011 to 2012 um, We have eight high schools in the capital And another four high school in the western side of the island Who are interested in playing the sport So definitely numbers are increasing We're up to around 500 players right now Across all levels The mm-hmm. women are chomping at my feet Because they want to play as well mm-hmm. um, So definitely a lot of rugby league Is there to be played on the island And um, it's just a matter of um, the association Being in a position to... Um, to put tournaments on and to put competitions on mm. because people will play. There's a club called the Hurricanes and the
1: intention is to enter a team in the American League. I mean, how much has the split
2: in the American League hurt those plans? Is it complicated the issue at all? Um, well, the the, the Hurricanes um, is an idea that is being supported by Dean Campbell um, at the Noosa Pirates, coach of the Noosa Pirates. Dean has been really good to us. And um, it's an opportunity to really lift the standard of, of the local boys a bit more by having them play in a competition that is based somewhere in North America. Of course, you know that Canada is on the radar right now. Canada, they're doing very well. Uh, currently, have the AMNRL and the, um, the you know the, the the USARL, I think it is, um, in the states. Basically, it comes down to. Um, A business decision That Dane And his management team Will make When the time comes Mm. Um, By that time Who knows Maybe both competition Both organizations Will have um, Come back together Mm. Um, Who knows Maybe Maybe Something can happen In Canada So really and truly Mm. It depends on um, The the competition Or the organization That Will work along with us And and, um, Where there's The best opportunity um, to really have the boys play outside of the island, mm. so i, I wouldn 't really say it has hurt um, the, the, the the chances of the hurricanes. I think it just makes it more interesting, mm. but at the end of the day, you know, I mean why can 't we all just get along that 's what we want you know? <laughs> the last question: what are the prospects of sending players to overseas clubs in the
1: meantime um, uh, there 's been talk about it hasn 't there but there's some of the um, technicalities
2: and formalities are quite difficult. Yes, um, really really and truly ultimately that is the ambition of, of most rugby league players around the world. Um, you know once you want to get to a certain standard, you definitely want to see yourself um, in some of the best competitions in the world. Mm. And at the moment, those are really in the UK and, and in Australia. Um, some clubs are definitely interested in some of our local boys. Um, you know we have been inquiring about the requirements and um, right now, in you know, your country you need to for example for the UK you need to be in the top 17 ranked countries in the world mm. um to be able to apply for a work visa right now mm. um you know i don't know if there are any special considerations that can be made because you know the the ranking is going to be changed every month really mm. and truly um so definitely there there's some interest here for the boys and you know we hope that a couple of the guys will get the opportunity if they can get the work visas that's the critical thing
1: now Romeo we play music on this program it would be a cliche if I tried to pull out some reggae would that be
2: a cliche or not
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should run some Bob Marley man, or, you know, or some Buju Banton you know, let, let the fans have a airy have a, have a, time you know, one look <laughs> I'll try and find the, the thing in my library that
1: is closest to reggae thanks for being on the program good luck in the World Cup qualifiers Yeah, thanks very much for the time and you're on White Line Fever. Welcome back to the program. I've actually done some pretty cool stuff in the last week and a half. Uh, last week's episode, we spoke to Kevin Iroh from the Cook Islands Rugby League. I was in the Cook Islands. Um, after that, and I only mentioned it very briefly... Went to Cabo St. Lucas for Sammy Hagar's annual birthday bash. It was great. Uh, The first night, uh, an unannounced set from Chickenfoot, who are absolutely outstanding. If you listen to the show every week, you know how much we love them. And then uh, the second night was a Sammy Hagar solo show with uh, Vinnie Paul uh, sitting in on the drums, Michael Anthony there again, some other guests. Um, So, because I just neglected to mention any of it last week, here's a little burst of Sammy doing uh, the Van Halen classic finish what you started on night two. If you want love, if you want a friend, I can be full of them. I want me the tune to satisfy you all the, two, the, the way. Convince the council to block off the street, and uh, Sammy and guests are uh, played on a stage in the street outside the Carboabo. Now, straight from Mexico to Miami for the Kiss Cruise, which a lot of people didn't know was on, but since. It finished. Um, it's been receiving a fair bit of publicity online. If you if you get on the uh, the rock websites, and that's because it was uh, pretty damn fantastic. Now it started with an acoustic show on deck as the uh, Carnival Destiny pulled out of dock. Now before this song, Paul Stanley asked if there were any Australians in the audience, and there were 43 apparently. Uh, then he asked if there were any Kiwis, and there was dead silence. But the reason he asked is because this song was only a hit in those
3: countries. let <laughs>
1: interesting things for KISS fans was after this acoustic set which was played without any makeup, when the band did Q&As now all the questions were uh, vetted they were pre-approved and at first they started off uh, like what we call in uh, journalism Dorothy Dix's pretty soft balls but some interesting ones uh, did come up so let's try and um, have a few highlights from the KISS Q&A on the Sail Away show on the KISS cruise we love
4: those songs whenever we hear about a band that doesn't want to play those songs don't made them famous. It's so weird to us because we celebrate all those songs. Those songs mean the world to us because they were the ticket that got us to where we are. And when we play them play them as though it's the first night. We love those songs. There's nothing more disrespectful than a band that gets bored with their material and suddenly comes out and plays a reggae version of the song because they're bored. We go on stage every night to play those songs exactly the way we wrote them, exactly the way they should sound and give them the respect they deserve because those songs have been great to us. We've never done this before. I will tell you, we're going to tell this to our
5: grandchildren. This is so cool. This this is a first for us. Thank you for making it so memorable for us. And you're never the live Gene's gonna call his grandchildren tomorrow. <laughs> Just kidding. We got Marina here. Marina is from Germany. Marina, sprechen Sie Deutsch? Da wissen. Hochdeutsch Hochdeutsch? Hochdeutsch. Was <laughs> Berlin. If you guys get your kiss to ring she wants me to read her question for you. Uh, Did you know that until 1989 it was illegal to be a KISS band in Germany? East East Germany. We come from this time and are still here supporting you today after all the persecution.
4: You can't stop rock and roll and you can't stop KISS.
5: Kiss and you were caught, you would be politically persecuted. Now the wall is gone, it is a dream to meet you in person. Thank you. By the way, none of that is an exaggeration. I personally, there's a limo driver, there's a guy who drives me in a town car in LA. He's from Kiev in Russia. The guy spent 18 months in jail for this heinous crime. He had Destroyer. He was put in jail because we're so dangerous to the world. How about this? Communism lost. We win! Gene,
4: why are you so quiet all of a sudden? I, I just work here. You never shut up. I like talk. What? He's married. Talk? He's married now. He's not allowed to talk. <laughs> we have to ask Shannon if he can answer that question. Shannon, what do you think? Um, I think around the time of. We'll look it up. We'll Right around Creatures, I thought we were making a great album and I, I thought we'd r- really run maybe a, a missed course. I think what we had done is we felt that when the band continued and all the original guys weren't there, we should come up with more characters and, you know, the, the truth was what we've always been missing until we, we put everything back together, was those four images that are, are known worldwide. Some people may have an issue with that. And I say you're welcome to your opinion. Go fuck yourself. But, oh, I'm so uh, glad I can curse now. Thank you. But truth be told, you know what happened was, you know we, we were we had become a menagerie from having four characters. All of a sudden, there was Caterpillar Man. And Snail Boy It really reached the point where it was losing the essence Of what this band was always supposed to
1: be about Okay there's actually more good stuff there than I thought So we'll take a song And the other band that was on the Kiss Cruise 2011 And by the way the news from the Cruise Is that uh, Paul Stanley announced During one of the makeup shows Which was indoors There was two of them That they will definitely be back next year But the other band that you would definitely have heard of On the Cruise was Skid Row Here's their cover of Kisses Come On And Love Me
4: I live in New Jersey. Lost your job, huh? We haven't been, uh, we haven't been to China. There, there are some, some countries that we'd like to go to. We would play Israel, except then Gene would get drafted. <laughs> Eric would like to uh, play Bangkok. <laughs> question is, am I producing Monster since I produced Sonic I am producing Monster and, uh, and kids. And, Yes. yes, that's when I'm not producing kids. I've, I've got a, an eight-week-old now and a two-and-a-half-year-old and a, a five-year-old. I'm getting cable TV so we can stop. Any musicians that played on a Kid studio album that weren't credited, that were famous? Yeah.
5: We are uh, going to protect the original members of the band and not really go there. So their memory is going to be held
4: in a higher esteem. <laughs> We're, you know, we're—I'd we're, uh, say about three quarters of the way, if not more—done with the album, and it's—it's it's just great. I mean, as good as we feel about Sonic Boom, uh, this is this is really a great, great classic album. Rather than say it sounds a little like this one, a little like that one, it's—it's it's about as, as as pure as we want to be, and it's as, as much who we are in the studio as we are live. Right, guys? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think anybody out here would, you know, agree that uh, to play lead guitar in the greatest band in the world is really something you can't beat. So, you know, to, to come out and to play the first gig—I think the real first gig was the Kiss Symphony show in Melbourne. Uh, a mind-blowing experience for me. I was really nervous, but uh, we made it through it. You know, we were recording uh, a concert for a DVD and a, a, a live four, so there's a little fl- uh, pressure, but uh, we made it
5: through, and uh, it was very gratifying. You know, I was blown away to be done. What can I say? Andy, where are you from? Switzerland. Ah. This is probably going to be five minutes, but go ahead. Gene,
4: Gene, what kind of watch is he wearing?
5: I got a question for Gene. If you'd like, I ask you in German. Uh, Swiss-Deutsch? No German. Hochdeutsch? Yeah. Okay. Wie fühlt es sich an, verheiratet zu sein? What are you doing
4: later? How does it
5: feel to be married? How does it feel to be married? He didn't quite put it that way, it sounds more formal, but uh, I I will tell you something, again, in all honesty, I like to joke around stuff like that. Any girl who would wait for an asshole like me for 28 years, 28 years, and give me two beautiful children. And Gene Simmons Family Jewels is now filming season eight. Check me out, season six. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. came to Jesus. Uh, in all seriousness, I love Shannon treating my as well. Thank you very much. She wants to know if Kiss can send our kids to Disney. As the thousands of dollars we would have had for that vacation, I spent following you guys in our north.
4: How many kids do you have? Two. Two, Two kids. Where are you going from? <laughs> Ontario.
5: Personally, send both of your kids and you to Disney. We've got
4: Vance. Vance, where are you from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Vance wants to know if we can send his kids to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a new car? Just for Paul, does the rose tattoo on your shoulder stand something Civic? It was a chip. <laughs> I heard that.
5: Does the Rose Tattoo stand for anything besides don't get drunk and hoboken?
4: Hey, Come on, you're a big guy. Say it in the microphone.
3: Jane! Jane! Jane!
5: No, it's not true. Come on.
4: She says it's sexy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sexy.
1: Yeah.
4: I'm, you say I'm sexy. He says I'm gay. You
5: Next up, we have Liron. And Liron, where are you from? Israel. From Israel. And what is your question? My question is... Hello, Father. (laughs) If you could choose one to open for you again, who would it be? And who were your favorite opening ACDC. ACDC.
4: ACDC has always stood their ground. They've never changed. They've never given way to, to fads. ACDC. How long does it take you to put on your makeup and your outfits for your shows?
3: Gene,
4: it takes me the longest. takes me two hours. Or Because you never shut up. Eric likes to disco dance and, and do lap dances on Gene. Only on Gene. Thank and God. And Gene never says no. <laughs> hey, I
3: gotta, inter- I gotta entertain
1: him. <laughs> I think Gene likes it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. As far as I know, not available anywhere else. Uh, Didn't break any laws by putting it in the podcast. We're about to find out, I suppose. Uh, Now, normal housekeeping, stevemascord.com for all the rugby league news and um, a bit of rock and roll as well. Uh, Whitelinefever.ning.com where there's um, the videos for the songs in today's uh, broadcast and also there's a stevemascord.com Facebook page and a lot of cool stuff been going up there in the last week with me being on the road and uh, back going to a few shows as well as a lot of rugby league uh going to rugby league in the cook islands rugby league in philadelphia rugby league in avignon and rugby league in belgrade all before the four nations starts. so uh, anyway now the next song is uh anthrax doing a kiss song and then just so happens that after that we've got anthrax talking about kiss and that's the end of the show That's the last you'll hear from me see you next week Okay, we're back with uh, Scott and Rob from Anthrax. Now, this is the newsy part of the program where you fill us in on all the uh, what your plans are, uh, touring plans, all that sort of stuff. What's happening?
0: We start touring this record soon. Uh, U.S. tour starts October 14th. We have Testament and Death Angel out opening for us. After that tour, we go to Japan and Indonesia. We'll break for the new year, and then we basically plan to be on tour, Probably most of next year. I I can't tell you exactly when we're coming to Australia yet, but we're coming to Australia.
1: And what what is the situation with videos these days? I mean, do you sort of know when something comes out, we're going to do two videos or three videos, or is it just a matter of how successful the songs are? How does it work?
0: It's it's kind of funny that you mentioned that, because literally today I got an email from the head of our label in the States saying it's time to start thinking about a video. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, literally Missy emailed me this morning. 'Cause I, I wrote her just about what's going on at radio and at home the devil you know is doing really well at at radio at home and it's growing and growing. It keeps getting bigger and she said it's it's time to start thinking about a video. So literally those conversations started today. Mm-hmm. We had no intention of making a video because these days it's it's kind of like no album for it. Yeah, it just goes on YouTube. Yeah, That's definitely. all it is now. It's not like it's not like there's places that play this stuff anymore. So to spend that much money on something we just find there's better ways to market your band with that money than making a music video. But now the label is telling us, we want one, they're going to come up with a budget for it, so if we'll make one, you know, if, the, if there's going to be a budget. How is, like,
1: how does touring now sort of differ to the to the 80s? I mean, as far as, I don't know, how much money you can make out of it or what the routine is or, you know, what the promoters are like. I mean, is it always, is it changed that much?
0: Not really. It's, I mean, touring is really... Considering no one buys records anymore, or you know, most people don't buy records anymore. Um, touring, you know, has always been for us. It's just what we do. We're a working man's band. We're very blue collar in that aspect. Um, I think the one of the main reasons why we're still doing this is because we've been such a great live band our whole career, and it's something we take a lot of pride in. And just being able to go out there and do that, and have people come to your show, and really just entertain the fuck out of them for two hours and let people, you know, just see what it's all about live, um, it's it's just as important as making records as far as I'm concerned for Anthrax.
1: What's your highest aspiration for this record? What what? How far do you think it can go if, in a dream? What, what what would you like?
0: the, the limit. <laughs> you know, it's like, I think we're going to try to take it as far as we can go, you know. <laughs> Who knows? The sky's definitely the limit.
1: How big can a metal record be now? Like, what... <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. so um after
0: What's crazy is though even the even metallica now if a metallica new record comes out in the states it'll still sell a, a million mm. which is incredible because these days to sell a million records that's like equal to selling six million or seven million you know 10 years ago so um to me that's how big a metal record could be if like in the States anyway, there's still that op- that opportunity where if something really connects, you could sell a million records, which these days is, is massive.
1: Are you excited about the new Kiss record?
0: No. no. How come? I haven't bought a Kiss record since the solo albums in 1978. It's my window of Kiss is from like 74 to 78, um, and that's about as far as it goes. Okay.
1: <laughs> On that note, thanks for joining us, guys. I really appreciate your time. Thanks
0: for having us, man. Cheers.